It's time for another Pinball Profile. I'm your host, Jeff Teolis. You can find our group on Facebook. We're also on Twitter at Pinball Profile. Email us pinballprofile at gmail.com. And please subscribe on either iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play. Just got back from New York City. What a great time at the NYCPC. Second year event put on by Never Beef Productions. A main tournament, a classics tournament. The Dahlia Rowan Memorial Women's Championship. The B Division Champs some free play action at the Skyline Hotel, and a pre-tournament in Tribeca at a beautiful collection. This VIP New York City Pinball Championship pre-event is not possible unless you have a place to play. And boy, do we have a place to play today. Adam Schwartz was kind enough to let 56 pinball degenerates come to his beautiful place at Tribeca. First of all, Adam, why would you let us here? You know, Jeff, it's uh, actually an honor because what's unique about New York City is unlike most towns or areas, we don't really have basements here. True. And so collections are often very limited because space is such a premium, right? And so I've been very lucky to be able to get an amazing space. We have 14 beautiful games here. And I got to, quite frankly, share the love. So I think this is what pinball is all about. Obviously, we love playing, but we also like sharing and community and engaging in the social side of it. So it's really just a very easy decision. Adam, you're very, very gracious. And not only to have us here, but to let us play some of the finest machines. And let me just go through the 14. Okay. You've got Can Crusher, Deadpool. Is that an LE or premium? Yeah, pretty much everything is going to be in L.E. Beatles, Metallica, Walking Dead, TNA, Iron Maiden, T2, a beautiful remake of Monster Bash. Down in the Classics area, you've got Centaur, the best-looking stargazer I have ever seen, Evil Knievel, Gold Strike, and Nine Ball. That is an amazing collection. How long did it take you to put this together? Um, about two and a half years. And really, more recently, obviously, originally... You tend to focus on the newer games, the easier to acquire, more recently the classics, and you're right, that Stargazer, I'm just so proud of it. That's probably my most prized possession, uh, with that nine ball as a close second. The early Stern classics are just right in the pocket for me right now, really enjoying those. If you were to see these machines, and you've seen pictures on our Facebook page, I mean, they look just as new as Deadpool, as Iron Maiden, as the Beatles. It's really quite impressive. I mean, some fabulous work to put these restorations together. And that's got to be a nice sense of pride. But that being said, when you have 56 people playing at your venue here, everyone is very respectful. But still, it's very generous that you open it up to everyone. Oh, well, thank you. You know, I got to admit, I'm a little bit of a condition freak. So when I buy games, I really want just the best examples that I can find probably a little bit of OCD. I should maybe figure out how to get my meds straightened out. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, they're great examples. Lucky to find some of them. Some of them just been real serendipitous how I've come across them. And just again, so happy to be able to share them with the community. Yeah, you know, the only thing that would be better is if you had a rooftop patio. Oh, wait a second, you've got that too, overlooking the World Trade Center and just a beautiful part of Manhattan. Again, a lucky space. We have a roof deck. People can enjoy beautiful views of downtown Manhattan. We're looking right now at the Freedom Tower, yep. um, which is great and a great reminder of, of being in New York City. So, yeah, and again, we got lucky tonight with a beautiful night, uh, a nearly full moon. 
gorgeous to be out there and in between rounds especially in the tournament as you can see a lot of people from outside of new york and uh, from other countries even too so thank you it's going to be a nice memory for everyone I don't know who you killed to get to where you're at today. I don't care. I hope they never find the body. Adam, thank you very much. Thanks a lot, Jeff. Very good to hang out with you. She's a pinball VIP. I don't care what you can say. You can take that to the bank. Katie Rozier joins us. And I shouldn't even be talking to you right now because my Raptors are playing your stupid Bucks. I know you're more of a Green Bay Packers fan, but your Bucks look pretty good. Well, remember, I'm originally from Arizona, so I'd be a Suns fan, so we're not even in contention with each other. You even blew the draft with the Suns, too, but let's talk about some pinball. You're here in New York City once again, and uh, what do you think of this VIP party? Oh, no, this is fantastic. You know what, actually, I just, uh, our host, Adam, I just actually uh, played against him on T2, and I cannot stop drooling at, at how beautiful of an example of an original HUO T2 this is. That's a good uh, it, tactic to drool on the table. People can't see the flippers. Well done, Katie. Well, you know what? Usually I drool in her shoes so they slip and crack their head on the back of the machine. But, you know, he's got carpet in front of the damn thing. What am I supposed to do, you know? But no matter where we play next in pinball, it's going to be like playing in the slums after this. Oh, absolutely. You know, I mean, it's like you can uh, tell the whole audience, you know, I dressed in a, in a very nice dress tonight uh, thinking that everybody else was going to wear the proper attire. But uh, I'm so a you queen. want me to wear a dress? Well, uh, I've got an extra one. All right. Uh, you know what? I need black, though, because I, I got Oh, I've got about... two black dresses. Okay, okay. Dress. Well, Francesco's going to wear one tomorrow, so we got one extra one. So uh, what happened to your Green Bay Packers this year? The best thing that Aaron Rodgers did was appear in a Game of Thrones episode. Yeah, you know about that? Uh, yeah, I, you, no, no comment. <laughs> I love your game picks and uh, your previews. You know, if you watch Katie every week, you would swear Green Bay has never lost a game ever. Ever. And I'll tell you, they've been undefeated for as long as I've been born, going on uh, 41 <laughs> years here. So, you know, it's funny. There's uh, a hidden episode, a hidden Packers report out there that was filmed in uh, D.C. during MAGFest that was not aired. Because I can tell you, it was probably the most... Uh, Colorfully worded broadcast that we had attempted. Uh, I'll the tell Christmas you, one was great with the family. Oh, all absolutely! I, I can't even tell you what happened at the end of that night. But I'll tell you something. It, uh, you know, when uh, when you when you uh, uh, you know when you're with the Destacios and, and you get promised a Destacio sandwich. Sorry, boys. You know, half you about to get married now. But <laughs> when you're promised a Destacio sandwich, one of them bring home brings home the medal. Of course. Now you're all about it. Now. Listen, you guys got to get out to MAGFest next year. Whether or not they're on the pro circuit or not, you guys got to come out. It's a hell of a four-day show. Kevin uh, Stone does a great job. Yeah, I'll have to Absolutely. You know, and I've been, this will be my fourth uh, year coming up, I believe, helping him out. It's, you know, right at the beginning of the year. You know, right right after the holidays, it's a great time to come out. You're it, sick of the family. You got to get out and play pinball. Absolutely, and you know what? It's not a pump and dump. It's a you know you you pay the seventy five dollars, you get in the door for all four days, nonstop music, gaming, partying, and uh, you know everybody has a great time. And next January, we can talk about why the Packers didn't make the playoffs again. Oh my oh, God! Who said that? Oh, Katie, no, no, all no. the best. You look fabulous in that green so dress. Oh, thank uh, you us so bums much. are slumming it in our sneakers and t-shirts. But I'll tell you what, you know, you guys dropped me a line there on Facebook. You tell me who, uh, who you want as a sponsor for the Packers Report. I'm always open to suggestions on, uh, you know, subjects, topics, anything you guys want to do. Yeah. Uh, we try to start have with the liquor with store. Start with the liquor store. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we need to take these things on location. All but, right, uh, Katie, I got to run. I got to go play now. But great talking to you. Have fun in New York City. Absolutely. And if you guys are 
aren't here, you're missing a hell of a good time this week. Uh, you know, Never Beef, they, they're putting on a great, spectacular uh, uh, week for us. So it's good seeing you. Hope to see you at least in one set of the finals and uh, see the rest of you clowns later on, right? <laughs> see you, Katie. Have a good one. Again, here at the VIP party before the New York City Pinball Championships begin. And what a treat here in Tribeca. Thanks to Greg Pavarelli. And uh, how'd you put this all together? Hey, thanks, man. Um, you know, really happy that yourself and everybody else visiting is here. And, you know, Levy and the Never Beef guys, Tim, Paul, Austin, all of them, they were a huge factor in this. Huge shout out to Adam, the, the host. It's just a great space and just came into a place where we had this opportunity to throw such a cool tournament at a nice location. And I'm super stoked that it worked out great. I mean, still a lot of fierce competition going on in there. Some top players like yourself <laughs> crushing it. Uh, 20-something people left, and uh, we're through. There's not many? Oh, good. But, hey, you know what? You ran a three-strike tournament last year. It went pretty well. I think you stepped it up this year, and uh, what a wonderful host, too. Oh, yeah. I mean, look, at the end of the day, we've got nine modern games and uh, five solid states. And, no, two EMs, three solid states. And it's moving well. we got good beer, good pizza. <laughs> the view is gorgeous. This is where we're standing right now, uh, Internet, so... Right in front of this beautiful skyline. In, You'll see uh, the picture on Facebook. You know, when I think of what the Never Beef crew did to bring this here last year, it really is mind-boggling to think that there really wasn't a lot of pinball competitions other than what you do at Sunshine on Wednesdays and, and some of the team leagues, but no real major championships since the early Papa days. Yeah, I mean, it's so amazing that Never Beef pulled this off. It really feels like Papa nostalgic New York City. Uh, like what Epstein did was so amazing for, for the hobby, and these guys are picking up right where he left off. It's a beautiful hotel, ballroom. The, the space is going to be great. It's going to be like a real show experience right in the heart of the city. They've got a really cool free play bank, three major tournaments going on. It looks to be some really high-quality play, of course, with so many strong players coming, but I really like the banks. I don't know how you felt, Jeff. The, oh, the banks great. are super well-balanced, yeah. well, and that goes a long way for me in a, in a tournament. You know, you want to see stuff like that. And, and thanks to Fred Cochran and the Papa Group for bringing out some of those games for the big event at the Skyline Hotel. But it's going to be really, really impressive and uh, something I look forward to every year. You know, it's good that there's some pinball competitions here because I, I wouldn't know what to do in New York City. Yeah, I mean, look, <laughs> so many people come here and do the touristy thing or get consumed in, you know, going to the, the main attractions of New York. And I actually think you'll find the best in going to places where people don't usually go dive bars, restaurants that don't have four and a half stars or Michelin are just kind of like above the average strong fit for their neighborhoods. There's so many cool things to do in New York and something like this for the pinball community, having you guys come here and be part of this major championship that they're pulling off. Like NYCPC 2019 is going to be such a boom. I could already tell how amazing such a it's going to be. I'm super stoked for it and you know, I think it's just going to go off without a hitch. I know you got to run, buddy, because you got some TDing to do. Thank you very much, Greg. Hey, thanks, Jeff. Always a pleasure, man. Congratulations to Sean the Storm Grant for beating Joe Lemaire in the finals to win the three-strike tournament. Then it was on to the Skyline Hotel for the main event of the NYCPC. So many players from around the world, and we talked with some of those and some of the organizers as well. I don't know if I'm more happy about his never beef status and, and bringing G Fuel and everything else to the New York City Pinball Championships, but you know, he's done a little bit more, especially with Stern, the lead coder on Black Knight Sword of Rage. Tim Sexton joins us right now. Tim Balls, congratulations on everything you've done, and it's been a busy month. Yes, it has. Jeff Teolis, a pinball profile. It's been very busy here. Game's coming out. we got Ellie's on the line right now. People are getting Ellie's right now. They're all excited. 
got more code coming. We've got the game in the tournament right now. It's going to Al Seahack after it's done. He's probably going to put it at Pioneers in Manhattan here on location. That is exciting for you to see this game in such a big tournament, too. I mean, and, and holding up well. You made sure the code was a great number and, and almost full code before it got launched. That's important. Yeah, I, I did what I could, you know. <laughs> but, uh, we helped get here through uh, Stern, too. They helped out by getting us a show game here. I went to our, I went to Gary and I said, you know, look, come on. It's my tournament. you got to do something for me here. And he's like, okay, if you can sell the game, we'll get you a game there. So I, I, we got it there. So... It was nice to see on the undercard of the uh, Thrill at Manila, whatever you want to call the... Uh, yeah, the Thrill at Sternilla. Yeah, that was pretty fun. We did that to uh, raise awareness for the Project Pinball and the Path of Play charities. So what's it like now that you've got your first game out? Do you just kind of ride on the coattails of it and just coast? Your feet are up at the desk and just kind of like, look, hey, everything's good for me right now. I'll tell you that since I've been here, Steve Ritchie's been texting me nonstop, asking me when I get back so I can get more code out in the game, so we can get even more great features that we have planned in the game. Um, you know, he's very passionate about the games. I'm very passionate about the game. I'm also passionate about this tournament. I let George know, you know, ahead of time, like, look, I'm going to be out for a couple of days. I'm going to delay the code. I'm sorry, guys, but I'll be back. I'll hit the ground running again. I mean, it's this has been my first break for a while to just go up here and do the tournament. I'm not really on a break, but we'll go back into it. We got to get the code to 1.0. We got to get all the features in, make sure it's all bug free and everything. And then there's a trillion more projects, I think, at Stern coming down the pipeline. So <laughs> I'll be used where they need me in the future. I got to tell you, I mean, the animations are spectacular. The music is pretty intense. It's perfect for a Black Knight game. And I'm going to say this to you as an employee of Stern, I'm glad to see this really. I call it an original theme. I know it's licensed by Williams, but really, this, this game that you came out with, because it is a Steve Ritchie classic, and it's great to see the sequel. Right, yeah, and I mean, to me, when I got into pinball, it was well after Black Knight and Black Knight 2000 came out, but at the time, everything was new to me, and Black Knight 2000 stuck out because of its iconic sound package, for sure, and of course, the upper play field and everything, so it was nice to be able to... to work with Steve again on the project and you know bring it up into the 21st century with all the new technology we have in the game and what we can do with it. Tim Sexton, congratulations on both this tournament, the New York City Pinball Championships, and on Black Knight Sword of Rage. Thank you, Jeff Tielis. Ed Jardina's here. You know him because he made the IFPA app that's really popular. Congratulations. That's a nice little piece of work you did there. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I appreciate everybody who took the time to download it, you know, to put it on their phone. It paid off, eh? All that high school computer club stuff, right? Yeah, I mean, finally, I found a use for it. <laughs> no, it's uh, very popular. Are you doing a lot of updates? I, I keep seeing the few come on. There. Yeah, well, I actually got a beta version of my phone now that has women's rankings, youth rankings, and state championship and uh, national championship series. So, hoping to get that out in the next month. Uh, we're just waiting, uh, the working with uh, Brian Shepard to get the API updated. Really appreciate all their help. I actually have to run to a game, though. All right, good luck, Ed. Hey, thank you. Megan Sprague's here from Ottawa. Hey, Megan. Megan, uh, we're here in New York, but this weekend we announced uh, something big happening in Toronto in August, the CNEPC, and you're a big part of that too. Absolutely, very proud to be a part of it. There's five tournaments. Uh, I know you're going to be helping out. There's three classics, a main and a women's tournament. Tell people what they're going to see when they come to Toronto for the CNE PC in August. Oh, well, there's going to be a great lineup of games. Uh, there's going to be a free play area. 
so much fun. We're going to be in the same location as the eSports, so uh, it's not just pinball. If you're into video games, too, there's something to check out. It's called the CNE Gaming Garage, and you can find out at thex.com. So theex.com. And yeah, there's all kinds of stuff. And I think, Megan, you're up, but we'll find out more about that CNE PC. Good luck. Great, thanks. Where do you start with this guy? I mean, when you think of the New York City Pinball Championships, you think of Never Be Productions, you think of a tournament like no other. Why? Because how alive it is. Thanks to Levy Naaman. Levy, it's always fun coming to New York. You put on a wonderful tournament. And it's always fun when uh, when we talk to you and you visit New York. There's always a presence in the air <laughs> when a Canadian is on my block in Hell's Kitchen. We love it. This is amazing. And you went from the penthouse before. Now we're in this huge ballroom. Lots of space, lots of games. A free play area. That's new this year. Well done. Uh, thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, we, we miss the view, but uh, this is a fantastic room. It's, it's more than twice as big. The flow is really nice, uh, the way Austin Smith designed it. Um, we've got a really nice flow around with the games on the wall, the stage. Uh, we really couldn't be happier. This turned out exactly as we drew it up, uh, and uh, it's pretty much gone off without a hitch. I prefer it down here for a couple of reasons. Yeah, the view, but you know what? Because we're on the level floor, you can go outside and have that view. You can go outside sure. to the deli and get You don't have to mess around with those janky old elevators. Oh, speaking of which, what do you think of the renovation? It's uh, It used to look like it was 1962 with the skyline. Now it's like kind of looks like it's 1985. I love it. <laughs> oh, yeah, look at that. Back to the future. Very nice. No, it's great here. And, again, one of the things I really admire that you did, the Dahlia Rowan Memorial Women's Division Tournament. That's something that's a nice keepsake for years to come. We are honored to honor Dahlia's memory. We all love her. And uh, I just think it's been, uh, been really nice to uh, have her sign here the whole time and have a bank dedicated to her. And everybody seems to appreciate it, which is fitting. You know, when you go to Replay FX and Pinburg, you see some great music down the other hall. You're going to get that music shoved down your ear hole here when Sean the Storm Grant plays. And your band, too, The Knobs. By the way, did you know that Led Zeppelin once played a show called... The Knobs. They weren't allowed to call themselves Led Zeppelin. Eva von Zeppelin, her family sued them. This was in uh, Denmark, I believe, and they had to play a show as The Knobs. Zeppelin's coming after you. I was just going to tell you that you can save your dime store rock trivia. I knew that, but I did not know the backstory. I knew that they had once been known as The Knobs, but I honestly had never heard this. They were sued by the... Uh, by the by by the uh, the e limp Eva, mistress Eva von Zeppelin had I don't know but they just to avoid it they just went you know we'll play this enough sell it out anyway so I expect Jimmy Page to show up tonight as well yeah he might stagger in the door and give us give us a little help we'll see what happens it's a lot of fun I'm enjoying it I know you're busy thanks Levy all right thank you and good luck wow this is a treat here at the New York City Pinball Championship three of the greatest players ever. Raymond Davidson, I'm Jeff Teols, Keith Elwin here. I mean, this is a real, real treat. Raymond, tell us what you think about Keith's play. An inspiration, correct? It is dang impressive for sure. And Keith, we're on the uh, older side of things. Uh, what about this young buck over here in uh, Raymond? He reminds me a lot of Raymond. Of who? <laughs> Raymond. I remember him as a kid. As a kid, yes. He didn't know what a tap pass was. Drinking That's the only reason I beat him. I saw him drinking a cider at a tournament not too long ago at Pinburg. <laughs> I mean, I wanted to check ID, but anyway. Raymond, you've been on fire lately. This is a good tournament. I know it's a long way for you to come, but it's well worth it. Yeah, it's uh, quite the trek for us West Coasters, but I don't go to the East Coast often, so I uh, thought I'd come here for the uh, New York City Pinball Championships. And then you're off to Italy soon. Yeah, yeah, a couple of weeks uh, overseas to uh, Milan for the World Championships, trying to defend my title. 
All right, Keith, you got to explain. I know you dropped out of IFPA 16. Is it A, because you don't have a passport, B, because you're busy as hell at Stern, or C, you can't stand Italians? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Nothing to do with being busy, but yeah. Possibly busy. Are, are we ever going to see you outside the U.S.? I thought maybe last year at IFPA 15 at Becker's. Uh, someday. Well, actually, you know what? I think about last now year. Now that I'm semi-retired, it's not much. You were busy as hell last year. I mean, Maiden had just come out, too, and you know, were doing shows and things and obviously working on game number two. But I know a lot of people from outside the U.S. would like to see you one day trek outside. One day doors. when I don't have a game coming out, yeah. Which maybe well, never. So you're not going to semi-retire from working at Stern, you're saying? No, I'm not. Just getting started. Well, we like what you're doing so far. All right, Raymond, Keith, thanks very much. Three of the greatest ever. In pinball history, Bowen just walked by. I was trying to get him. Oh, well. <laughs> Every time you go to a tournament, make sure you thank the volunteers. And here's one guy who's been volunteering for quite some time here on the Saturday, Joe Cherubino. Joe, you having fun, buddy? Yeah, absolutely. I love volunteering. You get to rub shoulders with all the best players in uh, North America. Really, it's awesome. At the CN- NYCBC, it's great times. And you've been here for a few days, so you've had fun in New York? Yes, absolutely. Came in on uh, Tuesday, uh, did a lot of... Film-related stuff. Got to see uh, some of the best movie houses here in New York City and a couple of movie shooting locations as well, like the uh, place where they shot the Royal Tenenbaums or the French Connection, uh, stuff like that. Really cool stuff. Joe's a great photographer. I'm sure we're going to see some good photos too. And make sure you check him out at Tilt whenever you visit Toronto. Thanks, Joe. Thank you. Future games we are going to love are because of these two men, Bowen Karens and Stephen Bowden. Bowen from Spooky and Steve from Deep Root. Gentlemen, you're doing well in the tournament. Bowen, how about you? I just thought you put up a nice score on Argosy. Yeah, it's, uh, all these games are coming from the, uh, the Papa collection this year. And, uh, what was, you that have was no a, experience on any of them. That was a pleasant surprise. <laughs> I have I actually have less, way less experience than anyone who's in the Pittsburgh area from okay, the, the, the Pittsburgh events. And um, well, Actually, my only experience on Argosy is trying to beat it down in classics and generally getting my butt kicked by it. It's so tough to get double bonus on that game. I love the rules. Like you can only you have to knock down an entire bank of drop targets and then fall into the mis- the magic hole to get the Very double cute, bonus. Right? And you kind of want like like talking about the new games. Like what kind of like simple things like that can can be on a new game where a player can see like all right, I clearly see that this causes that. But it's going to be hard for me to do it, even though it's right in front of me. All right, let's watch for that on the next Spooky Game. Thanks, Bowen. Right. Happy birthday, Stephen Mountain. Oh, thank you very much. I saw them do a big announcement for you, and you know, you cradled yeah. up on Rolling Stone Stern I to know. wave down. I heard that. I was like, I think he might be talking about me. Let me cradle up in case he is. <laughs> and so, you know what, Bowen, Bowen just talked about you know simple rules and liking rules on some of these older games. I guess I can ask this question to both of you. You've got a lot of things you're going to be doing with Deep Root. I mean, you want to make it simple for the novice player, but complex for the... That's that importance of layering. You know, to bring the novice player in and then use that to inspire them to achieve more. But not to have it so deep and unwieldy that the novice player gives up and doesn't really get to see the whole rest of the game. You know what's interesting? It's, one a, of my, it's a difficult balance. It is. I mean, it, right? <laughs> one of my... Actually, like, the player plays your game for the very first time, 
and they're not happy with how they play, they're not coming back at all. That's Never. Right. You know, it's it's no. getting that second dollar, isn't it? Exactly. And, and then you've got, to, and then once they figure out, oh wait, wait, there's this, this two, there's that two, there's that two, and some of those some of those things are dependent on layout. Like, is there something clear for a player to hit that is satisfying, just in and of itself? Well, also, sound and light shows and sure. choreography Absolutely. have a lot to do yeah. with that. Hold on, I remember one time you saying about. The Simpsons pinball party, one of my favorite games, but I also understand how to play it. If I didn't, it would be a frustrating game. I think so, but it seems to do all right in, in, on location because of the theme. The theme, uh, yeah. but, but like, it's hard to explain. Okay, do this, this, Going this, back this. to achievements and like the, how to tie those things together. I mean, think about how the, the lock on TNA is very satisfying. Yep. Now try it again with all the lights off and all the sound off. And all the display off and everything off but the ball hitting a thing. Yeah. And then going and then sunking back yeah. into a hole as a lock. You're like, oh, well, that was something. Right. <laughs> we're not sure what it was. So, it wasn't very exciting, so the, but it wasn't very inspiring. But it, the, the music and the environment and the lights, that, oh, it helps all of that. And that, it keeps you coming back for more every time. It's also proof that, that it takes a team of experts to make any of these games. Where you have to have someone who is outstanding on sound and choreography and lights and display and rules and play field layout yeah. and uh, more and it's just uh, that's just building the game now you gotta actually build the game besides right, exactly. that exactly <laughs> isn't that the toughest part right <laughs> I, I, I love the, the way pinball is moving in the last few years with Stern we've seen Zach and Keith and Tim Sexton along with you know Lyman who's already there and some great right. players there I'm so excited that Bowen is at Spooky Steve you deeper because you have been playing for so long that you understand what the players are looking for, what makes sense, what is really no other way to put it, what's stupid, and that won't be a part of this. <laughs> That's what we're trying to avoid the right? stupid stuff. Yeah, avoid the stupid. Like, what was that, man? Everything fun and exciting, yeah. right? And so, as I, I, I can't wait until I'm able to say more and, and show everybody. This is one of the things that's embarrassing yeah. about like being in the middle of creating something is that. While you're creating it, that stupid stuff will happen right. all the time. You're like, oh, come on, what was yeah, that? Come on. And sometimes, that's, 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 give me my ball back, you stupid and magnet. Sometimes you're too close to it, right, <laughs> to realize it's stupid until a while. And it's like, no, wait a minute, this is stupid. Let's change it. <laughs> like, I know a whole lot of people will think this is stupid. No, this, let's change it. This is much better. You okay. know what the best two words in pinball are for a gentleman like yourself? Code update, right? right? Code. Oh, God. Uh, people are going to start asking me about Ghostbusters. Where's the code? Well, yeah, I know, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Bowen, Steven, thanks, guys. Thank Thank you. you. If you've been following along live at the NYCPC, you've probably been following on speaker and following the NYC Pin Pod, and Benjamin Furiga has been doing that, and he's joining us right now. How are you, Benjamin? I'm very good. Thank you, Jeff. Now, you've been broadcasting. I've seen you do it nonstop. You're, You're trying to play, too, but you know what? You've been giving so much back with your NYC Pin Pod. Is that hard to do both at the same time? It is. Uh, it's a challenge to do that and also add the live element of it. I'm providing uh, live audio support for the things that are happening on stage here at NYCPC in addition. So it's a little bit challenging to try to juggle all those things. I'm on the bubble in classics and I'm probably only going to try to put in a simple main ticket you know, to, to make sure that I can do those things while I'm at it. Look at the dedication to broadcasting. This man's in a tournament. He's got a chance to kick butt in the classics. But, oh, no, he's got to make sure everybody's getting that, too. And and you know what? There are a lot of people that really thank you for doing that. Well, I'm always gratified when people listen. No one's ever required to listen to a podcast. Oh, no, I force people. (laughs) Gunpoint sometimes. (laughs) No, I I often have friends who, you know, seem apologetic if they missed an episode or something. And I always feel like, you know, you're not obliged 
I do it because I want to do it. And, you know, I'm sure you would say the same thing. But let me also just briefly correct you. I don't think I have a chance to blow up classics or, or exactly <laughs> what you just said. I think I, I more might have a chance to sneak in. <laughs> Anybody on any given day. That's what I've learned in my time in this uh, pinball competition world. Now, speaking of pinball competitions and, and being a great player, you've been surrounded throughout your years by great pinball areas. I mean, a guy who grew up in central Pennsylvania, was yep. that? Okay. And then moved to Chicago and now here in New York. So you've been kind of surrounded by some great pinball areas. I have. It's a little bit strange, though. I lost the thread for a bit. When I was in central Pennsylvania, there was this great arcade that was still a quarter for every machine, even into the mid-90s. And I played a lot of pinball in the 90s when I was still in college in central Pennsylvania. Then I moved to Chicago. I knew that Williams had collapsed right about the time that I was making the move. And I just lost the thread. I just stopped being able... I, it didn't, I didn't look for it anywhere. And I stopped for several years. I found it again in a bar in Brooklyn three or four years ago, maybe five or six years ago. And... I you know, came back to it and found all of this wonderful competition happening around me. It was great. Well, the availability of certain places, like depending on where you were, at least you were in some major areas. The smaller the areas, the less chances there were arcades. So there was a 15-year period where I hadn't played pinball. The first time I played pinball was 2014, so 1999 to 2014. 15 years. It's like I was frozen in time, so I know what that's like. Right. And it wasn't like I switched all of a sudden, oh, I'm into home gaming or, or video games. No, it's just I couldn't find it. Right. No, same thing for me. I uh, I had the almost the exact same experience, although it's it was partially because I wasn't looking for it. I, I didn't... When I heard that Williams had collapsed, I think I just... Or was in the process of altering their business model is probably the uh th that to not include pinball is probably the appropriate thing to say don't they still make slot machines <laughs> yes yeah. they do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but i didn't think to look for it for a while and that's i think that's how i fell out of it I, you know you're saying you couldn't find it but i think i just wasn't actively seeking it because i didn't realize i was missing it to a certain degree well, we don't miss it anymore because it's live and well here, especially at the NYCPC. It's been a great second year event. Were you here last year as well? I was. I was. It's, it's amazing how they stepped up. You know, they went from the penthouse to the ballroom, massive size. But, I mean, we've seen some great pinball action here. And you've been following some great pinball action, too, because you've covered the New York State Championships. Alberta won. Uh, Steve Bowden came in second. Uh, that must have been a lot of fun. It was. It was. It was... Uh and I was also playing in that while I was doing it. Uh, Eric Swedland actually jumped in and, and filled in for me, and you'll probably hear his voice in addition to some others if you had tuned in to uh, NYC PinPod's coverage of NYCPC. Uh, there are probably several other voices you will hear throughout the day, but Eric has always been a great listener and always jumps in if I need something. Uh, he was great to have around, and so I effectively did what we're doing right now, walked around with my phone and sort of, you know, stood on chairs and, and looked over to try to see what was happening because there wasn't a stream or anything, of course. And, it, you know, it was a really gratifying experience for me to hear the, you know, few people who listened come and find me and say, that was great, I was really happy to be able to follow along even though I wasn't here. Obviously, there wasn't a Twitch stream as well, which makes this a little bit different because, you know, I'll be doing audio only while there's also a video component. It was really fun to try to capture the mood of what was happening live and also get a little bit of 
the action in there in those sorts of circumstances. Some first-hand experience, too. Well, whether it was Eric filling in or you, Benjamin, NYC PinPod, I recommend you checking it out. Thanks very much, and good luck this weekend. Of course. Good luck to you. Thank you very much, Jeff. Oh, my. The better half of the Slam Tilt podcast. Who will it be? Ron Howland. Hey, Ron. Hello. <laughs> I'm sorry, wrong voice. Yeah, yeah, yes, hello, hello. I'm trying to talk to Ron, for God's sake. Oh, okay, Krusty. <laughs> okay, Krusty. How are things going, buddy? I haven't seen you in a while. Um, lots of pumping and dumping. More dumping, I've noticed. Yeah, I think I have 24 consecutive voids I'm at right now. I think I played a tournament, and I can't remember where it was, where I had an entire day of voids. Yep. I think, you know what, it was Chicago Expo. And, and most of the scores aren't terrible. They're just not as good as my previous score. You find a way to get under them. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Now, you have a reputation of being Mr. Bubble. Will you avoid that? Uh, probably not. <laughs> probably not. It's bleeding out, and I can't seem to do anything. I, I'm playing Sinbad, Target Pool, or Stars. Stars is just too brutal. Stars is Stars. Yeah, Stars is Stars. Target Pool and Sinbad seem a little more reasonable, but... Uh, lightning in a bottle. That's what I need. A lot of fans want to know what's up with Slam Tilt. It's not gone. It's just no. irregular now. <laughs> uh, yeah, like like Bruce. No, I mean, sorry. Uh, no, it's pretty much after big events. We'll usually do an episode or if we're promoting something. This is a big event. Yeah. yeah we'll we prob- hear something We'll like probably this? be an episode after this. I hope so. Got to do it. Say hi to Bruce, and uh, I hope everything's going well at the Silver Ball Saloon. Always good to talk to you, Ron. You too, Jeff. My God, woman, you've done it again, and I have to get you back on Pinball Profile, but for a good reason. The Dahlia Rowan Memorial Women's Champ at the New York City Pinball Championships, Julie Dorsers. You are on fire! Uh, I feel really great about it, and there was some really tough competition here. The the New Yorkers, I had uh, three New Yorkers, and they uh, they played awesome. Everybody played great, so I just got a little bit lucky, and I had one really good game on Congo, uh, a game I didn't really play that much, so I was really happy. Playing on the fly, you were great. You were making your shots. You got gray right away and uh, bashing the Congo thing down in the lower play field. It was fun to watch, and you can catch that on, on backhand pinball. They streamed the whole thing, so that was nice. Now, you won a nice trophy. Obviously, it looks great to have those whopper points. Uh, maybe this will get you to Vegas, too. That would be awesome, and I think my uh, partner, Tim, loves Vegas, so I don't think he would hesitate to uh, make a trip there. How much does Tim love Vegas? Tim has his own craps table in his home, right? Yes, he does, and he gives lessons. So if you ever want to learn how to play craps, he will teach you. Julie, what was the harder decision, battling the nerves or when you won $600 for winning it, (laughs) not buying everyone ice cream after, which I thought was a pretty low blow? I have a mortgage to pay. (laughs) Well, congratulations. Win another one. If you win another one, I want a scoop. I will. I'll right. totally buy you a scoop. Thank you. All right. Julie Dorsers, congratulations. Thank you, Jeff. We're getting all the lead programmers on this program. I mean, my goodness, we've had Tim Sexton on. We've had people who do code like Bowen and Steve Bowden. I think Lyman Sheets is here as well. But how about Joe Katz and the latest pinball machine from Jersey Jack Pinball, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. It is here on free play at the New York City Pinball Championships. Joe, this is a beautiful machine. 
Thank you very much. My voice is going away, so I'll do my best. It's early <laughs> Sunday morning here, so uh, it's not the best time to talk for anybody. I know what that's like. But, hey, I mean, I'm looking at this machine, the Wonka Vision, that gorgeous elevator, the everlasting gobstopper, and uh, what a great mech there. A lot of good toys on this one. Yeah, definitely. There's um, a lot to see and do on this one. All right, I need the Coles Notes version. How do I beat this game up? This is a beautiful Pat Lawler design. There's four flippers. There's lots of action. I see some captive ball value. I've played it a few times. I just had fun playing it. Didn't know what I was right, doing, but right. it's fun, fun, fun. <clears throat> well, the first thing you probably want to do is hit the ramps to collect Wonka bars, which will get you to your bonus. And bonus has the ability to carry over per ball uh, golden bonus levels. If you reach uh, 10 or 25 or 50 or 100 or 200 on any ball, it will continue to carry over the rest of the game, kind of like an old school Bally super bonus. Then you have the insert in the middle of the play field that kind of represent the factory tour so each group of four is qualified via a different way and they can be kind of mixed and matched and stacked and all kind of started at the same shot so you can kind of do like you know one of the modes a 5x play field and super spinner all at the same time and kind of wow. bring that all together maybe the mode is a very spinner focused mode so then you're going to have super spinner the mode with a spinner and a 5x play field kind of running slow at the down same time. you lose slow down joe i'm <laughs> dumb it down for this guy right here i'm looking at okay so what are the modes here? All right, so you got the bottom four modes, which are kind of like they're represented by the scenes in the movie, like yeah. the golden egg room and the fizzy lifting drink room and the inventing room. Mm -hmm. And then we have sort of a, a, a group mode that's kind of welcome to the factory, which kind of incorporates all the early scenes where they're kind of walking through the psychedelic hallway and the hallway that gets sure. smaller. Where's the chicken's head being cut off? Is that in here? <laughs> just kidding. The, the mode is there, but we decided, you know, oh, yeah. we decided you know, the chicken head's probably a little too much to be putting in there. Darn it. Right, so you know you qualify the bottom four by completing the Wonka Tower, which is by hitting the right ramp or hitting the factory target. You can also roll through the factory in lane, which will start a hurry up at the factory target, which will fill the entire tower in. It's a tough shot. It. It's a tough shot. It's the add a ball shot. It's the add time shot as well. So during oh, you got to make it tough. Sure. Right, got to make that one tough. Uh, the Super X group is either by either orbit lighting them, and then once it's lit. The spinner will change which one's lit. So two, three, four, five, five, four, three, two, two, three, four, five. Sort of alien star-ish in a way. Okay. Oh, all right. Um, then the top four are via the captive ball. So you hit the captive ball a bunch of times, and it'll light kind of a group of four up at the top, which all kind of relate to Wonka bars, except Slugworth Multi Ball is kind of the only one that's not Wonka bar related. Like Super Spinner will give you value, but it will also give you bars. So every spin you have, you'll get an extra bar collect bonus sort of catches in your Wonka bars and at that point you know you could have a really big bonus with a lot of bars and a lot of bonus X and maybe a super X play field running at the same time when you cash in collect bonus and you know blow up your score just by collecting bonus at the correct time Wow, you know, I look at every Jersey Jack game, and there's always just so much on the play field. The last game, Pirates of the Caribbean is actually right beside us here. Beautiful game, and I bet you'd be happy to see Willy Wonka get the kind of praise that Pirates has been getting, and all your other games right, for that matter, right. too. But just Pirates over the last year, people are just like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. And this, from the get-go, I know a lot of people and podcasters were like, wow, this uh, here's my money. I mean, this is beautiful. So it had to be a thrill for you. The theme is really legendary. Yeah. Yeah. too timeless definitely and again the toys the artwork it's all come together you have to be so excited to be lead programmer on this there's a lot to do with that theme first of all yeah definitely it's 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 uh, kind of in the realm of oz it's you know it's yes. a classic movie it's been around forever everyone knows it. everyone watched it growing up everyone makes their kids watch it now 
Um, it's been a really a really fun theme to work on, and yeah, I, I hope someday it gets the praise that Potsy gets because Pirates is you know really well put together, and people really are finally starting to play Potsy, and I hope it gets kind of the same reception once this game kind of gets out there. And that's part of the reason why I'm glad it was here this week, and I was able to watch a lot of you know better players than just a, sh- a bunch of show people who don't really know pinball. But I got to watch a bunch of actual good players play it today and yesterday, and that was that was something to see. You just called Pirates of the Caribbean Potsy. Yeah, you I know, you know that's what it's called. You know, Happy Days, JJP Potsy, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> you know, I'm looking forward to going to Pintastic yes. at the end of June. Are you going to that? too? I'm not, but I know there's going to be some special Wonka right. stuff going on there. So we got Willy Wonka going to be there. I know Veruca Salk, the actress who plays Veruca Salk, will be there. So will the actor who plays Charlie Bucket and Mike TV. Yeah. So three of the five kids are going to be there. And you know what? A lot of people think I look like Augustus Gloop. So uh, <laughs> fit right in. <laughs> I might balloon up like Violet. There you, there you go. Hey, this is great. Congratulations, Joe, to the entire team, to Pat Lawler, to Jack, and everybody there at Jersey Jack. Thanks for making another great game. Awesome. Thank you very much. As the NYCPC came to a close, congratulations to all the winners. In the Classics Division, Bowen Karens beat Ian Harrower. We heard Julie Dorsers win the Dahlia Rowan Memorial Women's Tournament. Jay Steinberg won the B Division, and in the main event, Keith Elwin was the winner, beating Stephen Bowden, Raymond Davidson, and Jerry Bernard to take home the $2,000 prize from G Fuel. You can catch all the action on Backhand Pinball. Mark did such a spectacular job with that, and you can find that on Twitch. Great job to Never Beef Productions. Thank you to Papa for some amazing games. Eddie Kramer, Jared Chambers, the techs, the volunteers, spectacular as always. Looking forward to it once again in 2020. This has been your Pinball Profile. You can find our group on Facebook. We're also on Twitter at Pinball Profile. Email us pinballprofile at gmail.com. And please subscribe on either iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play. I hope you enjoy our next episode, special guest Lyman Sheets. Some pinball history up next on Pinball Profile. I'm Jeff Teolis. Yeah!